goodness gracious. Happy fake Gen Con, everybody. I'm Troy LaValley, and I want to welcome you to the stream of the Glass Cannon Network. We call it SideQuest SideSesh because it's it's just during this global pandemic, which means it will last for many, many years. (laughs) (laughs) The longest side quest ever. It's really, we're way off book at this point. I don't think there's a... We're in a new new novel. (laughs) You know, I think... uh, Ted Kennedy called his Senate uh, career the longest side quest ever after he never got nominated for president. So we're in the Grant, we're good company. Can we keep politics out of side quest for one damn week? <laughs> Sorry. If I hear about Ted Kennedy one more time during an intro, I'm going to come over to your house and throw you in the Chappaquiddick. <laughs> um, ooh, too soon? Guys, we're going to have some fun tonight. Wait, uh, is Chappaquiddick a bridge or is, it, is that the river? That's what I never understood. I'm not it's sure. I was hoping it was the the river. I think it's the town. All right, so I'm going to throw town. you in the middle of the town and okay. tar in front of you. From a helicopter. From a helicopter. Right. <laughs> just drop him. Splat. The hell? Did somebody just throw a giant out of a helicopter? <laughs> How'd they get him in the helicopter? <laughs> you two helicopters flying okay. side by side. And you <laughs> they tied a leg to oh each of them. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I like the I like the first question is how did they get him in? Oh, <laughs> yeah, just I'm picturing these these agents standing around. How did they get him in the helicopter? How did he bend over? The witness said it was a helicopter. For the record, Chappaquiddick is an island that is part of the town of Edgerton, Edgertown, in, in Martha's oh. Vineyard. Oh, yeah. in Martha's Vineyard, where uh, Skid Summers yes. every other year. <laughs> The chateau and the vineyard. <laughs> um, I said it today in an in a Instagram story. I was talking about how tonight we would have been doing the first of two live shows in Indianapolis for Gen Con. That's what uh. we'll be doing tonight. A year ago, we uh, we everyone except Grant, of course, missed their flight. Uh, not missed their flight. All the flights got fucking canceled because there was three raindrops outside New York City. Um, and so we had to fly in the day of the show, which kind of threw off Gen Con for us the whole way out because we came in. Matthew showed up like 10 minutes before we went on stage. Uh, but it was still a great show and a great fucking weekend. And now it's just yet another con. It's not happening. It's a real bummer. Yeah, yeah. Glad Sucks. we're starting off on a high note. Yeah, yeah no, there's never really nothing to say about it. It's just a real bummer. And uh, you know what's good about online cons, though? Uh, nothing. They're just really, really not great. They just make me more sad. It's like, oh, great, an online con. Uh, but it's finally, right. it's finally a convention without con crud, and you can not That's shower true. as much as you like without people complaining. You know, that's true. That's true. Those, but I can't. Those are, those, are, those are my two chief concerns about cons. <laughs> con crud and showering. Mm-hmm. I can't it's drink hard. as much, though, during this con, because uh, I still have to sleep in bed with my wife. <laughs> um, so I kind of have to have... tone it down for an online con. You don't want a, a sequel to Chappaquiddick there? Right. <laughs> too much drinking? Uh, 
I mean, uh, yeah, I was, I was just thinking about it. Like, and this has happened to us now for months of like, we've been doing these shows. We're like, we were supposed to be in such and such. Time. We were supposed to be in such and such. And tonight was going to be indie. Uh, but we're doing this instead. And then Saturday night would have been show two. And we're doing a Gen Con online show with uh, Bullman and Mona playing a little Pathfinder 2E with the Thunder Company. So at least we're doing something. But doing man, something. Man, it feels like a hole in my heart. <laughs> That's called a heart, heart murmur, and I recommend you go to a doctor immediately. I should probably get that checked out. Um, so anyways, how, how's everybody doing? Skid, you're, uh, where are you today? I'm in Knoxville with its you're fabulous sun sphere. <laughs> uh, your condo shit. has a great view. Oh, yeah. oh it's... Uh, which I just got back to so just in real life. I just got back from Knoxville and uh, had a, the time of my life, and now I'm back. You're back. Uh, what movie is creeping up there behind you? Is that Departed? That is... It's, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which we all oh. saw in the theater together last time we were at Gen last Con. Last Gen Con! A year ago oh, tomorrow. Man. Yeah, we went on Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's been, it's been one year since I had no idea what was going on in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't believe yeah. it. Why, today's the anniversary. Why, today's, Why the anniversary? today's the anniversary? <laughs> 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 <sighs> yeah. Well, we're going to have fun no matter what. We've got a, we've got a, hell, of a hell of a story we're telling here. It got really dark last week. Spoiler alert, it's going to get darker. Um, you thought Ravenmore was nasty. See you, Joe. Um, Hi, Joe. But this, uh, this one is just, it's dark in a different way, and we got a little taste of that last week uh, with the uh, Zonkuthon worship. But I think you're going to see now, and this was an interesting one for me to prep, because I was like, again, I've said this before, it's one of those ones that I just want to email you guys like, so what do you think you want to do for this session so I could prepare accordingly? But I didn't want to like... I didn't want to lead you anywhere. I just wanted to say, you know what? I'm going to be by. It's Gen Con online. Let's just bebop and scat, see what they want to do, and hopefully uh, be able to react with both prepared and unprepared surprises. But I think you're going to find out that eventually, might happen tonight, you're going to see where this story is going. And it, it does get a little darker, um, believe it or not. But. Uh, Darker in different ways. But what happened last week was a beautiful precursor uh, to some stuff that's coming up. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I kind of want to bullshit a little bit. I don't want to just jump right in. But I feel like you guys are just, uh, I made you sad about Gen Con. Joe, you walked away for a second. I thought that was it. I thought you were done. He had to compose himself. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, <laughs> I, just, I had to get off screen for a moment. I needed a moment. No, I forgot to turn my air conditioner off. I have to make sure I'm as uncomfortable as possible when I play Good. this. Ooh, uh, I really want to have is running too. Yeah, so like yeah. an hour or so in, when you know the role play is really important. I just want to have that like line of neck sweat. You know what I mean? Just that really <laughs> thick kind of. So you're so uncomfortable and you make terrible decisions. <laughs> That's where I want to be. You're a method role player, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think that's what separates us from other shows. Um, A commitment. Um, You know, I wonder if you, and this is kind of a foddery kind of question, but I wonder if you, because I expected to hear from you this week with an email that was like, what are you guys thinking? Because it almost sent it today. The end of last week's episode was so not our usual side quest side session ending. So it was kind of like, you know, 
we're going to have to go into two hours now, not like one hour, like sometimes we'd have with Giant Slayer, but two hours of having no idea where we're going or what decisions are going to be made. And uh, I wonder if maybe you didn't send it because of uh, New Game Who Dis and and th- those kind of influences of like, just let it go and piece it together as we go because it's it's been working, you know? Yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I, I tend to lean or err on the side of over-preparing. Um, and it's not like I'm, I'm not prepared, but you know, it would be easier to prepare for something like this if I knew you guys were going to do X, Y, or Z, then I could throw myself into that. But I kind of like, and I've noticed in going back, it's something we've already done, somewhere I wasn't prepared to do what, to do what you guys wanted to do. It turned into amazing episodes. So I feel like it's just, and I've said this before when it comes to GM prep, if you know the story really well of what's happening in this town. You know the story of the adventure. You know, even if they go, the party goes to a room that you don't really know how the mechanics of that fight work or you're not 100% sure uh, what sort of improvisation it's going to be with that NPC. If you know the overall story and you just play with your players, you can do a lot, especially for a show like this. And so that's where I'm at with this. I think after tonight, I'll have a much clearer idea, but uh, things are going to open up in a weird way where I kind of have to be prepared for everything. Um, but I think that's the beauty of this sort of live experience is that if if I can uh, experience it with you and kind of go back and forth, I think that makes it a little more uh, exciting if none of us really know what's going to happen. Right. Um, so with that, I kind of want to just jump in and, 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 and touch base with what you've done so far so then you know kind of what your options are. Obviously, you came here uh, looking to check in on the Baron's uh, wife, his new wife, uh, who just had a baby, little Marek, uh, and her father hadn't heard from her a while. You come, you check in her, she's like, I'm fine, I'm totally fine. And you're like, okay, all right, just, uh, so what's going on? She was like, well, there's like a plague going through town and so the mail can't get out. That's why I didn't mail my father. And then you were like, well, your father also mentioned that you might be having some problems with your husband. And she was like, well, he's just, ever since the baby, he's been, uh, he's been a little stressed out. He hasn't been acting himself. And there's a plague, like I said, there's a plague going around town and he's under a lot of pressure. Um, so, you know, maybe uh, you could, while you're here, help us uh, figure this out uh we think my husband thinks it has something to do with all the fetchlings in town so he uh fired all of them except one the hound master you can meet him he's a cool guy um but uh we're still not sure this tallow throat is going around town and it's bad business and you're like uh all right sure this seems like what the adventure is so we'll say yes um you go and talk with the Baron. <laughs> and uh, Apparently he's... incorrectly. Uh, yeah. Well, that affects what I want to do tonight. <laughs> seems what the, this seems like what the adventure has written is. Let's do it. Um, you're invited to stay at Boroy Manor. You have a full run of Boroy Manor. Baroness's orders. The Major Domo, uh, Laurentia, says you can do whatever you want there. So you have a place to stay as you're putting your bags in your life. Why don't we just say hi to the Baron? He seems like uh, he's someone we should probably meet. And he is uh, super paranoid. Uh, He's very, very tough to talk to, but he understands that you're here to help uh, his wife and to help him in a way. And he's like, okay, great. If you can go help, help. But please leave me to my work. I need to figure out a a problem, a a, a solution to this problem that we're having. As you're leaving, Alfonso is like, huh, he doesn't cast a shadow. Note to self. That's weird. You start walking around town and you see people running to the center of town. They're running to join an angry mob that is about to burn three Kyle at the stake. 
just because they were walking around town. And the Baron has, has got everyone in such a fever pitch that the Fetchlings are responsible for this tallow throat that the captain of the guard is like, ah, let's burn him! Luckily, you're able to step in, and this is where things take a weird turn, because the uh, Kyle are like, listen, we were just shopping. We're going to head back to Shade Row. We didn't mean any harm. Come visit us sometime. We're cool. Danton, Fufu, and uh, Suzette. And then the captain of the guard is like, I'm sorry. I just got a little fired up. Things are tough around here. My daughter's been taken. And you're like, what? Your daughter's been taken? He's like, yeah, a bunch of people have been taken. Uh, fuck it. And so you go to uh, his house and you're like, yeah, you talk to his wife. Your daughter was taken? She's like, yes. We don't know what happened. There's no sign of a struggle or anything. You go out there. You see wax droppings on the ground. That leads you to the chandlery. Leads you to underneath the chandlery, where you find Catalina the Chandler dead. Her neck exploded from the tallow throat. Shadows emerge to almost kill you. You go into the next room and you meet a lurker in light, uh, a being from the first world who is like responsible for these missing people, it seems like, and has the Baron's permission to do it and is stealing these people, stealing children and adults, sacrificing them in dark rituals to bring uh, people from the first world over. You already mentioned bringing a satyr over named Enofex. Luckily, you're able to uh, thwart that plan, but the lurker gets away. Then you're like, all right, we are all in bad shape strength-wise. Last week, you go to the Temple of Zonkuthon to try and cure some of this strength damage. And cure it, you do. But each of you has to make pretty brutal physical sacrifice. Braven loses the tips of his ears. Alfonso lo- loses his uh, index finger? Index finger. Uh, Maxine Vetro slash the Crystal Ghost loses her pinky finger. And Karazur loses one of his eyes! <laughs> That's Karazur, left <sighs> eye, Nolanson. Lost his left eye. Lost his left eye. That's why they call him left and eye. he burned down Andre Risen's house. Fact. <laughs> he was an original member of TLC. Yes, that's right. What is, what is your position on chasing waterfalls? Don't. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> scrubs? <laughs> what about scrubs? I no don't scrubs? care for them. I am not. <laughs> I want to raise uh, the awareness of, of scrubs and how bad they are. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. And burn down um, Andre Risen's house. I've told you before, my first live concert I ever went to was the greatest live concert of all time. I think it was in 1993. Let me start with the opening act. Montel Jordan. Oh, <gasps> man. This is, is how, how we do it. He opened and closed with this what? is how we do it. Bracketed? Yeah. Oh, okay. He had four songs. He had to do it twice. <laughs> Followed by... TLC. Oh my God. And at that point, I owned two of their albums. <laughs> <laughs> That's Columbia House, baby. Just get those fucking freebies. Oh. And then you think, well, that, what a great concert, Troy. What a great first. You'll never forget it. No, no, no. Main event, Boys to Men. What? <gasps> Whoa. At the end of wow. the road. Have I told this story on the show before? Yeah. I don't, at the end. I'm one of them. Although we've come. Was that a Foxwoods? Uh, I was in uh, Mansfield, Great Woods. Now it's called oh, Great something Woods. else, but Great Woods. They're handing out roses to women in the crowd. End <laughs> of the road. Jesus. Jesus. And then they get into a spaceship. 
The spaceship <laughs> closes. It flies like 40 yeah, feet above the stage. This story. Explodes in fireworks and they're not inside of it anymore. Oh yes! Wow. <laughs> what master showman. I can't believe oh, it. Man. Talk so about coming to the end of the road. Was the, the spaceship like a standard part of the Boys to Men concert experience? Was there. I, I think it was just like a. a uh, what I'm looking for, like a set design. It was like, I got a crazy idea. <laughs> I know that this is a love song, but what if the end of the road is you guys hopping into a spaceship? <laughs> it lifts off the stage and explodes. <laughs> Because it's we'll pull you out of it. We'll pull you out. We'll pull of it. you out of it, and fireworks everywhere. And people just fucking lose um, their minds. You want to imply anal probing? There's nothing more romantic than that, is there? It's true. Ah, <laughs> uh, that was a great time. How old? Anyways, uh, forty-one. Um, no, I, I must have been 15. 13, 14, 15, Yeah. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Never, you never forget your first. It's a good first concert. Oh, this is how we do it. Yeah, I was sitting on the lawn. Anyways, you guys cut off a bunch of things, pull out some eyes. You gain a little bit of strength back. Not a lot. Some of you are still down a lot. Uh, Karazor and uh, the Crystal G. Then you're walking back to town. You're walking along. You're walking along. Woman comes. She's like, help me. Burr. Throat explodes. Two more shadows come out. Luckily, you learned a little bit from your first fight and were able to dispatch of them while they did a little more strength damage. And now you're left on the city streets of Carpad, wondering what the hell to do. So what do you do? Uh... The the adjunct instructor would uh, will like to sit down uh, on the ground because she is uh, very weak. So she collapses to the ground. No, no, I like I, I lower myself to a seated position. Ah, you see the crystal ghost fall and hit her face on a rock. Who crystal ghost isn't here? Who wears the crystal? Sorry, ghost? Maxine. Vetro. You've seen the crystal ghost? <laughs> she was she was here a minute ago. <laughs> Karazor drapes himself across. Maxine Vetro's back and says, Carry me. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Garzor. I'm very weak. I'm, I'm very weak as well. No, I, just, just use your shoulders, lift with your legs, it's all right. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps we could impose upon the, the members of the party that did not just have their strength sapped. Build us a litter. <laughs> a litter that sounds delightful and, and some lemonade we'd both like some lemonade <laughs> oh, Arnold, pa- Arnold Palmer's actually um, oh an Arnold Palmer oh, so refreshing on a night like this we're very yes. weak <laughs> so weak <sighs> and I don't really have an interest in going to this temple that I've never been to let me ever. ask you a, let me ask you both a question Will Will Brisk Will Brisk Ice Tea do? We're out of lemon. Oh, all right. Okay. And both of them. Pour it into our mouths. (laughs) All right, baby bird. Here it comes. Open up the hangar. Here comes the airplane. (laughs) (laughs) 
Far too weak to swallow. <laughs> Do you need me to massage your throat as well? Yes, just a little yes. bit. Hold, hold my nose. Hold okay. my nose. <laughs> All right. I've always thought I'd be a good father, and this was really making me want to have a child. Finally, wow. would you would you first swirl the liquid around in your mouth and then dribble <laughs> it into mine? Okay. All right. Hold on. <laughs> Alfonso, you're watching this all go down. <laughs> Clearly, they have not only lost their strength, but it's affected their sanity as well. <laughs> yes. Clearly, this, this shadow has pulled any semblance of courage or strength from their mind, <laughs> from their soul. Alfonso <laughs> is acting as a, as a three year old child. <laughs> um, I'm going to look to see if anybody's looking at us. Like if anybody uh, saw this happen or if they all fled when they saw the shadow. And particularly, I'm looking for Dalton or Suzette. Well, you're not in Shade Row. You're just, uh, you're on the other side of the bridge still. You were making your way towards there, I think. Or maybe you hadn't decided if you were going to go back to the manor or Shade Row. So you're still in town. No, we decided we were going to Shade Row. And so I thought we were in Shade Row. So the people that we saw fleeing and stuff were not Kyle. Right, they were uh, humans. Oh, man, that's crazy. This whole week I've been like, why did this woman come down to Shade Row with this disease to like uh, seek a cure or something? Did her own people run her out? This is Once Upon a Time in Doesn't Hollywood matter. all over again. Doesn't Just matter what, all over again. <laughs> you miss key elements and it throws you off for an hour. Uh, <laughs> maybe we could go see uh, Dr. Fufu. Uh, Doctor. About our strength. Dr. Fufu. Didn't he want to be a doctor or wasn't he a doctor already? Oh, no, he's you're correct. The only doctor in our current show is Dr. Fufu. He's in med school, but he has not uh, graduated yet. (laughs) Well, maybe he has Uh, covered uh, strength damage or ability score drain in his his education so far, because I'm very weak. You are very weak. Uh, In answer to your question, Alfonso, the people that sort of crept away as this woman was walking down the street holding her throat, holding their children back, are now slowly starting to emerge now that they don't hear a ruckus. And uh, they're kind of slowly approaching you, but they see Karazor and uh, Maxine on the ground acting strange, um, Braven swishing iced tea around his mouth and spitting it into theirs, and they go back into their houses and close the door again. <laughs> With all haste. <laughs> no, they're just kind of, they're, they're looking, and, and, and some of them are, are, are like pointing at the body trying to make out uh, who it was. You can come closer. The danger has passed. We have banished these shadows. Do you know this woman? Do you know who she is? Um, uh, I'm not sure. I, I believe uh, oh, her face It has changed so much. Uh, it is uh, Patricia. Patricia. Yes. And what is your name? My name is uh, Monique. Monique. Yes, I am... Uh, I am the baker's wife. And what is your husband's name? Um, Jonathan Baker. <laughs> Jonathan Baker. Jonathan yes. Baker. Is, uh, is he the, okay? His friends call him uh, the baker. Uh, he is an iron worker. <laughs> <laughs> and so I wait. am the baker's wife. So you are the baker's the wife. The iron worker's wife. <laughs> I'm sorry. You were both speaking at once. What did you say? You are the iron worker's wife. Well, no one calls me that. 
<laughs> but it is factually correct. Correct. Oh, uh, this woman, do you know what she did uh, in town? What was her trade, her job? But, uh, she was an artisan. She uh, would sew, and uh, she could also play the lute. Uh, she was quite skilled at the lute. She was an artist, uh, and she got sick. Do you know uh, what it is that uh, could have exposed her to this disease? Did she travel uh, recently at all, or interact with anyone who had the disease, to your knowledge? Uh, to my knowledge, no, she did not travel, but she has been here just like everyone else. Uh, there are people getting sick all over. We do not okay. know how. Perhaps she was in Shedro. I doubt it. Or maybe uh, here, Fetchlings, they are in town. Maybe she rubbed shoulders with one of them at the market. Perhaps that is how she got sick. Uh, Alfonso is going to go over and do an investigation of the body just to see if there's anything different from the woman that we saw uh, from the Chandler. Um, any signs of anything different uh, from a, I don't know, from a heel perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a, ooh, 16. Ooh. Uh, 16. No, looks to be very similar. Uh, you know, that, that very pale, sickly complexion and uh, a throat that was uh, super gorged, which has made the rest of her face kind of swollen. Now, of course, the uh, throat has been blasted open and there's just this black ink sort of leaking onto her chest. Can I ask... So this... A, sorry. I just have a quick um, question about the shadows. Now... Yeah. I can't remember if you, you just told us this or if we knew it from a knowledge check, but we knew that if these particular shadows had an ability, that if they sapped our strength down to zero, that would kill us, and then we would be reborn as a shadow. Right. This have, is a shadow trait. It's that's not, all shadows. Yeah, that's all shadows. It's called, uh, I think it's called create spawn. So normally if you're taking strength damage, you go down to zero, you just go unconscious, I think. Uh, with shadows, if they uh, take your strength down to zero in 1d4 hours or whatever, you turn in to a shadow. But we would have no reason to believe that that ability would result in a shadow bursting from our throats. To your knowledge, no. No, this, is seem, this disease seems to be separate from separate. that. Uh, but linked somehow to the shadows, which is perhaps why the Baron is um, making it seem like the Fetchlings and the Kyle are a part of this. Is there anything to be said about the Ikor that's like these shadows formed from um is it remarkable at all is it gone is it still there did, or did it become them or did so they come from it and it's there's like still this sludge on the ground like yeah there's a black sludge like it whatever this shadow material was that created these shadows has stained the blood inside of her mm-hmm. and left it completely colorless so uh, weird and they just turned into that. But any shadow essence itself seems to be gone. It just left a stain on could the I, victim. Could I just roll a knowledge plane to see if I've no, ever heard of anything like that? Like yeah, sure. leaving behind this physical uh, representation of colorless blood, that kind of thing. Uh, that is a 24. All right, so knowledge planes on that. One thing you do know is that... Um, the shadow plane, or at least parts of it, are known for being completely devoid of color. Mm-hmm. And so if you're seeing that colorless uh, blood, 
Perhaps it's somehow linked to the actual shadow plane. Hmm. What about, is there some sort of connection between the shadow plane and the first world? I mean, like, to my, uh, my, my understanding, they're completely separate things. Yeah, the first world is more fey oriented, and then uh, the shadow plane is, you know, you, you know from uh, our other show more about the shadow plane. Um, the only thing that's different is that they're both different from the material plane. Right. Um, I mean, we've been assuming this whole time because of where, because we found Catalina dead from Talithrow and then found the Lurker and Light there, that this was all connected under the same thing. But I wonder if this is actually, if there are two separate things happening here, that you've got the kind of, the first world summoning that's happening that the Baron is responsible for, and then you've also got this Shadow Plane Talithrow situation I want. I don't. I'm. I'm. I have literally no idea. But I'm just wondering yeah, if they're actually separate. I find it hard to believe that it's a coincidence that that both of these things are happening at the same time. Um, the the Chandlery becoming sort of the home base of this first world shadiness, and the disease itself being a being tallow throat. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's enough of a connection there that I feel like something is connected. But like you, I have. No idea, <laughs> and it could definitely uh, not be like be coincidental or two different people doing two different things at the same time here. Um, yeah, God, I was thinking about that Baron too, and I was just like, I did such high sense motives on him, and you know what? I, I want to ask another question, Troy. Uh, I'll allow it to me or Monique. What I was asking to you, I was asking what he was looking at, what his books were, and you said. Uh, you notice that he doesn't have a shadow with a high perception check. And I wonder if that was like you were just distracting me from my original question or if my original question was like nothing interesting, books on uh, healing diseases. Uh, Because I was curious after this whole incident at the mausoleum, I was like, I wonder if he is reading books on, you know, bringing people back from something or other, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a fey sort of thing where he's if indeed they are the dogs, like Matthew posited, is he trying to a ritual to bring them back from something? And he wasn't really researching telethroat or disease stuff at all. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry, just sort of curious if uh, where that lied, or if the, the, I did see the books and they were not of interest. Right. Um, so I can't remember what your check was that may have informed uh, my decision. But if you're sitting there really thinking back to what it was, it seemed like he was being very protective over his materials. The minute you came in, he was yeah. shuffling papers around and holding. So maybe if you were trying to look, you couldn't even see. Now, it could be that he just doesn't want you knowing his business, or it could be that he's hiding something. And while he's like hiding them, it's, it's like there's no shadow. Right. He was paranoid um, from the get-go about everything, so it might just be pure paranoia. But you weren't yeah. able to see titles or anything. Okay. Uh, well, well, Mon- the, the only thing I'm thinking about is the arithmetic involved in creating shadows. Light creates shadows by, you know, something blocking the light and casting a shadow. But when a light and a shadow reach each other, do they eliminate shadows altogether? It's very confusing to me to think about like how they're related. I'm just trying to think of that interplay. But I'm in the same boat as Joe of having no idea. You mean the right. incorporeal creature, a shadow? 
No, like just abstractly like light and shadow and what that means. Yeah, yeah. Well, what it know, could mean beyond vampires. I've stuff. always had a hard time wrapping my head around shadow creatures, like incorporeal shadow creatures. You know what I mean? Like, are, are they on the wall? Are they fl- yeah. in the middle of space? Like, what's behind them? You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to... Do they leave a corpse? Like, what happens when they, they probably just disappear? They just kind of disappear. You know, it didn't happen in the first fight, because uh, I didn't use this tactic, but it started to happen at the end of this last shadow fight as they went into the wall. You know, they kind of come in and out they're come you know the way they move through walls so it's you never can kind of see them and they just come out and attack and then go back into the wall um but uh, you do know that while light doesn't kill them there's torches all around town and bonfires all around town you saw that as you guys were coming in so at least they believe that the light will keep the shadows at bay now it might be more of a uh you know like uh What's the word I'm looking for? It's like a wives' tale. Old wives' tale type thing. Like, ah, you better put a torch in every corner. Keeps the shadows away. Um, okay, Big so I will say... outside the mansion. I'll say, Monique, uh, could you... Uh, yes, uh, Could you help us or perhaps uh, gather uh, some others who know this woman? Uh, we need to get this body off the street and take uh, her somewhere uh, inside. Uh, yes, uh, uh, As you could see, my heroic allies are unable to carry uh, the body of a waif of a woman who I is can't. already dead. We totally can't. would. We would together. <laughs> together we are less than our, our sum. I am Please, could you help get me? Get us some water. I, I and could, potions uh, of restoration. Lesser and restoration. potions of restoration. And a sandwich. I do not have uh, such things. I am a simple... I am simply the baker's wife. We do not have access to bread. <laughs> For my husband... Uh, he works in industry. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Um, I cannot touch the body. I might contract the telethroat, uh, but I will inform the authorities and uh, have them come uh, dispose of it. Uh, perhaps burn Petrika. She had no husband, uh, no wife, no family. Uh, so she will be uh, most likely uh, chopped up and uh, burnt. <laughs> Why does she need to be chopped up first? Why not just burn the whole body? It is probably the way she would have preferred it so ah, that she okay. can enjoy such pleasures uh, in the afterlife. We will chop her up real good and then uh, set fire to the pieces. Well, uh, you gotta smile sometimes at death. That's the only way to move forward. That's what I say. Yes. Which is on, I guess. Um, well, we will be on our way then if the authorities will take care of it. Yes, yes. Uh, in the meantime, uh, good luck uh, with everything you do, and Maison Couton be with you. Uh, with you. If you ever uh, need some eye on work, uh, just ask for the baker. Then <laughs> <laughs> no. she walks away. Uh, come on, Carizor, get your feet under you. Let's go, Adjutant Doctor. Wait, I Take have a, a hint from your friend, the Crystal Ghost. <laughs> I will laugh about this for weeks. <laughs> I, I, wait, wait, I have, I have a clarifying question yes, about yes, the baker yeah. and the baker's wife. Right, Jonathan Baker. So Jonathan Baker, <laughs> yeah, Ironworker. The Baker. The Baker. The, that's his name. His kind of like the Drake. Yeah. Hate and, the Mon- Drake. and Monique, uh, married to Jonathan Baker, the right, Ironworker. Monique, Monique Baker, yeah. Known as the baker's wife. Right. Okay. Just, just want to make sure I had it straight. The baker's wife. 
the baker's. Oh, we all, yeah. you have to do this. Right. Yeah. Like now, if is I there was a baker. If everyone called me T-Bone and then they met my wife be like, "Are you T-Bone's wife?" It's <laughs> <laughs> the same thing as being the baker's wife. Yeah, it's like this is so confusing. I, I heard she was married to a steak. I don't understand. <laughs> This is so okay. much more interesting than the time traveler's wife. <laughs> Ooh, that most T-bone. important question of all. Yes. Is there a bakery in town that we can Ooh. go to and acquire some bread and sandwiches? Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, they have that. And they may even have that in Shade Row. Um, when you were walking by Shade Row, it didn't look like they had the same uh, ostentatious Good, um, layout of downtown. But they had, you know, your... A small inn, a small tavern. A good uh, Reuben? Can you get a good Reuben in Shade Row, or should we <laughs> uh, get it on this side before we un, cross? Un the best Reubens. Monsieur, or Crook Madame. Oh, Crook Madame! Who is the Crook Madame? You don't want to get that in Carpad. You want to go to Pangalay if you want a Reuben. <laughs> oh, or God damn it. Uh, Every, a quiche? Like, everyone a quiche? knows that. Everyone knows that. You don't eat Carpad Crook Messieurs. You go to Pangalay. Oh. What are you, a tourist? Uh, <laughs> what about a Monte Cristo? Yeah. Oh God, I love a good. I never knew that what that was until I was on the road with CBS, and someone was like, "Oh, it's just uh, French toast, peanut butter, and je- isn't it French toast, peanut butter, and jelly?" No, it's French toast, turkey, ham. Oh, that's uh, <laughs> Swiss cheese. Swiss and, cheese. Yeah, it's like sugar, sugar, deep fried, and you can. Who, add decided it we needed, who decided we needed that? I, I think that I've had. I loved it because I think I had like two great ones ever. And I've had like six or seven that were just bad. And so I'm always like, that's ah, too much of a risk. But every once in a while, a Monte Cristo is a home run. But it, it's a long shot. It's not worth the 2,600 calorie risk. No. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, like, if there's a chance to it's it. going to be bad, I'm going to be like, well, it's only 3,500 calories per <laughs> serving. Uh, I already ordered it. No, this is terrible. <laughs> so much powdered sugar. Um, all right. Yeah, we'll go to Shade Row. I would like to go to Shadra. Okay. I if wherever we go, do we think uh, here's a I don't really want to go back to the temple to deal with my strength damage, but I really can't uh do much of anything. Right now, uh I have a plus two to hit and my damage would be one D eight minus two. So <laughs> Real hoping- talk though. Did anyone else avoid death by healing the strength that they did? Because I did. If I had not healed my death, those three points I got in that battle would have killed me. Yeah. Uh, no, because my pinky uh, only offered me offered me so little strength damage. Oh, right. Sorry. Uh, repair. Well, it was just a pinky. Perhaps you should have offered more. He holds up his missing index finger. I, uh, who, 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 I did not lose any finger. I mean, what do you tell, where did you, how did you all become so... <laughs> I've been meaning to afflicted. speak with you in depth about this. Perhaps later we could have a conversation about how you know the crystal goes so well and where you first met. But for now, we must get off the street. We must find a place to get inside and sleep. We cannot take another battle today. Let me see your hand. And Karzer starts wrestling with Maxine. <laughs> but they're both so weak. They're so they're so just weak. <laughs> 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 like, uh, uh, no, I don't. Neither one like, of us uh, can lift like your a, hand up to look at it. It's like the 13th round of a heavyweight fight. We're in the clutch. We're in the clench. <laughs> Raven keeps breaking him up. Right, come on, come on, come on, clean. Get the cut man over here. We need to work on you in the corner. Just keep your fists up, Karazor. Keep him up. Cut me, Lou. But seriously, could we like buy potions of lesser restoration or a scroll of restoration? Uh, can you make a potion of lesser? I think you can. Right, it's a second level spell. 
You can make a potion of lesser, but you can't make a potion of restoration. Right. Okay. Yeah, you can totally uh, buy that. You know, I don't know what the magic shop shop sitch is going to be in Shade Row, but if you want to stop by, not a magic shop, like, there's a hand buzzer. Uh, A uh, (laughs) An apothecary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me get a potion of lesser rest and a whoopee cushion. Is that up again? Uh, yeah, if you want to just stop by uh, like an apothecary and grab something on your way to Shade Row, um, we don't it need might, to play that out. Let's check out. I mean, Troy doesn't know, obviously, because who? Why would he know? But let's go check it out. Maybe there is somewhere. There's an option there. Where we can heal ourselves. Yeah. Um, if we find out that this was an option the whole time, and we all had to cut off fingers and remove eyes. I'm going to be a little perturbed. There's always, it's usually reserved for like higher level magic items, but there's always a percentile chance that uh, vacillates based on the size of the town of that item being there. So we could always go to that mechanic. I would think this is low level enough to where it would probably exist in this. If there's a vendor that sells stuff like that. Right. I'd also like to get some oil of magic weapon and some more holy water since we saw that that those both were both effective against the shadows. So you see a shop. Uh, it says Al- Alex- Alexander's uh, Apothecary. Hmm. Let's go in. Ding, ding, ding. Hello! <laughs> I am Alexandre. Al- <laughs> Welcome to my shop. What can I get you? Do you happen to have uh, potions of, rest- of lesser restoration or a scroll of restoration? Oh, let me see what I have here. Let me roll a percentile down to see if I have those things. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I do. I have three portions of lesser restoration right here, just for you, from me, Alexander. <laughs> but I do not have a scroll. It's on my specialty. It's, I am an apothecary. I am not a scroll maker. Uh, <laughs> so much, so much to respond to. Um, we would like to purchase the potions. All right. Um, uh, what would you be paying in the cash? Hey, if we can. I do not understand that joke. How much is the discover card of this world? <laughs> it only works <laughs> in one think. place. It costs whatever it costs in the book, and so you bought three, and now you leave. So it'd be 300 gold, gold pieces each. So 900 gold pieces. Good thing uh, you made a lot of money in Ravenmark. <laughs> what is your position on uh, um, sending an invoice to the Baron? In, uh, the Baron? Uh, this is on his account? Yes. We're under his employ and uh, he's covering our expenses. Well, I did not receive um, such a memo from him or his wife or Lucia Laurentia. Um, so if you would wait here, I could send a messenger and uh, sometime in the next 48 to 72 hours, <laughs> we can uh, get you your portions. Cool. We wait. We wait. <laughs> and in the process, yeah. heal three points. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Well, can we uh, sleep here? Yeah, do you mind if we wait here? <laughs> no, you may you... not. Uh... <laughs> not to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I can't believe we didn't leave the Baron. That's dumb. We didn't leave the Barons with any kind of writ from him or or uh, or her that was the Baroness saying that we, we were on their business. Stuff. 
wherever we go. It's not free. They're just going to cover our, you know, they, we, we have a day rate plus expenses. Yeah, no, um, she was, the Baroness was the one that really cut the deal. And she said, like, if you take care of this, my parents will pay you. They don't seem to be loaded. As you saw, the it's manor all, house it's a, itself is in disrepair. It's a reimbursement deal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so um, sorry. Well, uh, maybe you would like something you can afford, like uh, these uh, uh, Alexander the Grapes, little candies. <laughs> they are named after me. <laughs> or perhaps some lemon heads. So, uh, how, how much was the grapes? Um, one copper. I will take ten. All right. First, uh, silver piece. She said we. So here's my here's my dilemma. If we were to go find a place that had a scroll of restoration, that would be more it, it cost effective. Yeah, it won't work. It won't work. Why not? Uh, because in order to do it, uh, I know the first check I would have to roll is a natural nineteen, uh, and then the second check is probably a uh, uh, fourteen or higher, and I'd have to hit both. So you can buy three might get you through the day. And then, um, you know, if you die, your next character will have all their strength. I mean, now I'm seeing why we've never done this. Never, uh, to use, use magic device to emulate. Well, actually the thing is I could cast almost any wizard scroll, uh, of a, you know, comparable level without a problem. It's just because it's a divine scroll. It's brutal for me to cast it. Because I have also, a really low wisdom. I, I do also like that you would need to be of a relatively higher level than a commensurate wizard or caster to be able to do it with UMD reliably. It's like you have to have all that much extra training in order to do so. But it is yeah. a hell of a pickle for here. Do you have any pickles, by the way? <laughs> no, I have a potion for pickles, but uh, it is more of a Spanish fly. Oh. Mm. If you catch my drift, Raven winks. You have a twitch. I have a potion for that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any oil of magic weapon or holy water? Oh, let me check. Uh, no. <laughs> Damn I do it. not. I just sold them uh, to another adventuring party. Damn it. Sir, shopkeep. Yes, sir. I have here, and he weakly reaches into his satchel, an unused potion of bull strength. It is of commensurate value with a potion of lesser restoration. Might you be in the market to trade instead of taking cash? Please, please, sir, you are my last hope. (laughs) Let me uh, take a look at that. Is it a real potion of bull strength, or is it like bull urine? No, it's, um, I mean, I think it me, includes bull urine in it. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> oh, he holds it in the light. It glints. Does a spellcraft uh, check. Does a spellcraft check. Oh, yes. Um, I have run out of the bull strength. Uh, yes, uh, that works for me. It's une passion for you. And I shall take the bull strength in Thank return. You. I have a potion of cure moderate wounds, which is also a commensurate level. Could I trade? Oh, I'm so sorry. No, we do not do trades here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it is a new policy. <laughs> I don't think you understand how much strength damage I have. <laughs> oh, I fully understand. 
All right, I can buy. I can afford to buy one of those potions. Un potion? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, here you are. One a potion of pickle power. <laughs> hey, you said. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to assume that's lesser restoration. And I'm going to yes. roll. I gulp it just, down. As soon as you take it, just chuck it, chuck yeah, it no. right there. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, uh, take it outside. I rolled a three. Hey! Right. Ooh, nice. That's Nothing great. With a three. Karazor? Could be worse. I drink mine. Four! Yeah, Karazor! Yeah, baby! Well done, Karazor. Nice, nice. What's better than a four on a D4 when you oh. need it? When Beautiful. you need it! Beautiful. Uh, all right, so that's great. great. <laughs> I'm still uh, incredibly weak. What do you? What do you? Eight down. Uh, yeah, damage eight. <laughs> drain. Uh, damage seven. Drain one. Drain one. Well, thank you for coming, uh, Master Close Shop. Uh, we like to take a siesta. I'm going to go take a nap. Uh, and uh, you enjoy the town, if you ever I thought need. thought he said, w- would you like to take my sister? <laughs> Do you like no, to take no. my sister? It's only dead. She is looking, as they say. <laughs> um, all right. We'll get out of there. All right. Thank goodbye. You. Thank you, kind shopkeep. I feel nearly as strong as an ox. Wonderful, and I feel as strong as a bull. Am I right? No, I don't drink my own wares. I don't do don't it. Don't do it. I don't. I might. No, I won't. I won't do it. No, don't. <laughs> too, expensive. too expensive. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Uh, all right, so you leave there, and you make your way to Shade Row. Something you thought about doing 17 episodes ago. You were like, let's, yeah. let's just go to Shade Row, see what the hell's going on down there, and then five episodes later you've been all the way through town so now you're going to go there you know that you have three people who have invited you to stay with them you know obviously you've got the the nice uh, accommodations in the uh boroy manor but because you saved the life of danton his wife suzette and their son fufu um they have invited you to stay as well um you saw this uh, area as you walked in, because uh, you were walking along the south side of the Dimars River. I think it's the Dimars. Um, you know, let's go. Let's get some roll twenty pop in here. Get some roll twenty. Uh, let's go back to this map map a K pad here. I call it K pad because like I <laughs> I know it really well. Uh, yeah, oh, Demar's Way, yeah. So you're walking along there, you're walking along, you're walking along, and you saw to the south those one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten houses as represented on this map of Shade Row. Uh, I would say there's probably a couple more uh, shacks and whatnot that aren't represented. This is more of a uh, what it might look like. Um, but like I said, y- you saw it was all Kyle, all fetchlings just looking at you as you walked by. It seemed like they had an inn, a bar, a tailor, maybe, but very modest in comparison to the beautiful thatched roofs and cobblestone streets inside Carpet. So the architecture is different, the materials used is shabbier, like it's just altogether just like on the map, it, it looks of a totally different make and model. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, they are ostracized to this part of town. Seems like. So you cross the uh, bridge... Over the river, you bang a ruski, and you walk in. And as you do, uh, there's some kyle about, and they regard you strangely. 
And then you see them sort of whispering. Um, can we approach them, or do they kind of, like, shuffle away? <laughs> yeah, no. Um, you can approach them. Right. Hello there. Uh, m- allow me to introduce myself. Uh, my name is... Maxine Vetro. I'm an adjunct instructor of anthropology, and these are my friends. Uh, Hello. Uh, a, a woman, uh, Kyle, um, looks at you strangely. Hello. Um, I am Aimé. Um, I am surprised to see you here in the Shade Row. Uh, the humans, they do not come here. Uh, are you not... Uh, Afraid of us? Mm, we're not. not a, sorry, go ahead. Many of us aren't humans ourselves. And Raven rubs his ears that he just chopped off and smiles and shows his teeth directly at them. We are also here under invitation from our new friends, uh, Danton, Suzette, and uh, Fufu, who we hear is going to be a doctor one day. In the residency, I believe. Are you the. The people uh, who saved them uh, in the yes, middle of... Yes, that is us. Yes, that yes. is correct. Yes. We have been called oh, the greatest heroes of our age, in fact. <laughs> I was, in fact, not there, but I supported them all the way. You, um... You should speak with Ionella. Um, they have spoken of you and said you, you are um, quite special. People um, very different from... The people who live in town, um, Ionella, would, would love an audience with you. Uh, she is the mayor of Shade Row, as it were. Um, could I take you to her? That would be delightful. We'll um, be in your debt. Oh, wonderful. Uh, right this way. And she just makes small talk with you, and she leads you over to one of the houses and you see again all the basic shops nothing fancy there's no armorers or uh, weaponsmiths no CVS um but she brings you over to one of the houses um it looks like maybe it has two bedrooms um and there's a fire burning inside and she knocks and uh a woman walks out another uh, Kayo and nods She's like, come, come. It's an older woman. Um, she is Kyle. Um, and she says, please uh, take a seat. And she's got uh, some small benches and stools. And she's got a fire. Looks like uh, she's boiling uh, her laundry over the fire. We are, allow us to introduce ourselves. I am Maxine Betro, adjunct instructor of anthropology. And, uh, these are my friends. Hello. I'll allow them to introduce themselves. I am Karazor Left Eye Nolanson. What, <laughs> may I ask, is your attitude towards scrubs? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> if I may be so bold. I do not lack scrubs. Uh, Good. No one does. And also, I lost in my eye. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> I have He's this... so dramatic. Help. Help me. <laughs> he is he is fine. Do not uh he exaggerates. He will be okay. It's more an uh, emotional pain at this point. I miss it so. 
Sí, My name is Alfonso Moria. Uh, well It met. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. And he bows at the waist. Well met, Alfonso. And you? And I am Braven Gashkar the Unbroken, the hobgoblin with only one tip. Gashkar, <laughs> such a beautiful surname. Thank you. Gashkar. Gashkar. I am uh, Ionella Zagrev. I, uh, they call me the mayor of Shedro. I am not the mayor. I was not uh, elected into here. Have... That's funny, because the baker is not the baker there. Uh, you have a funny way of naming each other around here. Nothing more is common than you think. Yes. The Perhaps the baron isn't the baron. Uh, no, no, he is definitely the Baron. I, they just <laughs> oh, I they see. call me the Mayor because they protect my people. Ah, uh, uh, I don't you... understand. <laughs> that is something that I understand greatly. <laughs> oh, oh! I, I, my I, friend and companion will explain it to me later. <laughs> she looks at you quizzically. I heard of what you did in. Uh, town this uh, type of um, goodwill is not often shown towards Kael may I ask uh, what do you know of Kael very little if I am honest I wish to know more hmm. she uh, stirs the water in the pot over the fire See, like a shirt, a blouse that she shoves back in with the ladle. That looks delicious, by the way. Yes, it will be ready soon. <laughs> Didn't mean to interrupt your mealtime. Yes, I have some fresh bread. You can dip S in it. Some oyster oh. crackers. Yes. Bread. It's <laughs> bread, yes. I, I got it from the baker. Baker? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Tom Ironworker, the baker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very confusing system they have over there. <laughs> the Kael, um, if you do not know, it is believed that um, we are the descendants of uh, men and women, uh, humans, uh, that were stranded on the Shadow Plane long ago. You are people without a country, without a place, neither here nor there. That must be difficult. No? It is, it is. Even a in Nidal. existence. Yes, and, and even in Nidal, it is different or difficult. Uh, we are feared, if not tolerated, because uh, <laughs> they say we bear a superficial resemblance to Zon Kuthon's transformation. The humans see us and they think that like he, we endured similar horrors to become what you see before you touched by the shadows. It is a myth. We know it to be a myth, but at least it keeps us from being killed in the streets by those who are not as open-minded as the four of you. Why do they not revere you, then? I do not know. Maybe they see us as a mistake. And up until recently, it was enough. But now, with what happened to Danton, Suzette, and Fufu, we are no longer safe 
This telothrot, this disease that is going through Kapar is a terrible thing, but we, we are not the cause. Now, there may be some among us that have fallen ill. I do not know. I have not heard of any Kael being affected. And maybe some of us have unknowingly passed that disease on. I do not know. But it is not a fetchling disease, as they say. Some would have you believe it is a sickness that comes from the shadows. That I will agree with. A sickness born of evil. Well, of that I will not argue. At least at this point, there is not enough evidence either way. However, evidence does suggest that Kyle do not suffer from this disease, which I'm sure is driving a good deal of this suspicion. That, and of course, prior prejudices. Why do you think it is that a disease that is originating from the shadows does not affect the people of the shadows? Perhaps it has not affected us yet. Perhaps we have been lucky do not know the answer but I do truly believe it is not something born of us well I do not believe that either if it makes you feel any better it does not I (laughs) would not expect it to it must be difficult being cut off from the barony and all the materials and goods he has to offer is this a difficult time for families and children in Shade Row? Uh, it is always difficult here in Shade Row. Uh, yes, more so now than usual, but I make sure my people do not starve. I grew up in a freak show in Cheliacs. I worked my way up to where I am today, as it were, in this humble little shack with laundry boiling over the fire. Um, I maintain... I am from Cheliacs. Oh. Do you it's know... a big s- smile on his face. Do you know Steve? Steve. <laughs> Steve, Steve? Like... Cheliacs, Steve. Steve. Oh, Chelly Steve. Yes. Yes. I know Chelly Steve. I hate him. How do you... <laughs> He is my greatest friend. Stare at each other silently for a while. <laughs> this goes on for ten minutes. <laughs> Alfonso is slowly moving his hand to his blade. <laughs> you see a fireball emerge in her hand. The Adrian Constructor's hand slowly moves towards the bread. <laughs> 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 Bottle cap. That was good, yeah. man. That was good. Oh, good, good job, good. Matthew. Keep good looking job. shocked and live, move slowly towards the bread. <laughs> I, uh, Steve aside, I maintain a healthy relationship with the Baron because it is what is best for my my people, for the Kael. Uh, our survival depends on it, but lately... Lately, I do not even have a relationship with him. It sounds as if no one does. The city itself, as you can see, has fallen into uh, disrepair. The captain of the guard deciding on a whim that he can just grab us off the street and try and burn us at the stake. Did you have a relationship of any kind with the Baron before recently? Did you know him before uh, all of these troubles? Yes, yes. I, I, I say I, I have a good relationship with him. Oh. It is cordial. And you have always find him uh, amenable and, uh, a, would you say, a good person overall? 
I do not have that type of relationship with him, I will say. Um, he is uh, curt and distracted. His father, I dealt with his father, and perhaps that is why I have uh, not a negative opinion, but a different opinion. His father was a, a wonderful, wonderful man. He was fair. Uh, I'm not saying uh, Stepan is not. He is just not his father or his did brothers. You, did you happen to know his brothers? Uh, yes, I did. I did not uh, have a strong relationship with them, but uh, they always treated me kindly. They treated all of us kindly. I, between you and me, we have always wondered if Josef or Heinrich even had taken uh, the uh, barony over, if things would have been different. Who knows? This disease comes. They need to blame it on someone. And they look towards Shadewell. Regardless of what side of the river anyone in this town lives on, that seems to be the consensus. That the Baron was the worst possible choice to rule this town out of everyone. Tell me, did he always have ambitions for the crown? Was he always jealous of his brothers ahead of him? I did not see such things... I was not... Objection. Speculation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Leading the witness. <laughs> I was not uh, privy to... Uh, <laughs> Your Honor, she cannot know what my client was thinking 15 years ago. <laughs> she, looks, she looks around and like, obviously there's no one there, but she just wants to make sure everything's cool. She's like... I will be honest. I... When the Baron was young, I did not know much of him. He was the younger brother. He was a little boy. He grew up very fast when he took over Boroy Manor, took over Carpad. There are many rumors about the Baron, but this is a town where everyone knows when so-and-so takes a shit. I heard uh, that the Baron made a pact with a demon made of shadows, they say. Again, this is barroom chatter over many, many glasses of wine. They say that's why he allows us to continue to live here. They say that maybe he is behind all these disappearances. Perhaps he is sacrificing these people with his shadow demon. I will say I'm not one to listen to rumors, but it does make me think what happened Odin. to those what happened to those brothers what does if i were to throw out a term and you just tell me the first thing you think when i when i say this, it right? i like this this is fun all right the first world mm, abacus one. oh okay what about the second thing you think satyr Case just busted water. <laughs> go, go on. This is the first thing I think of when I think of the fake creatures from the first world. My grandmama used to read me a story about a satyr, and he was uh, an old man who lived a life of evil. And then, right before he died, he decided to try and live a life of good. But it was too late. I think of that story often. 
story was a lot sadder than I thought it would be. I, I think you should leave. <laughs> All right. I'm out. <laughs> Good night, I'm everyone. Out. Good night, no, everyone. No soup for you. Good night. <laughs> I'll be in the alley. <laughs> Uh, isn't that great? It's like seeing a, a curveball come out of the pitcher's hand. You're like, I got this. Boom! Crank it. Right into the sun sphere. <laughs> On an even uh, more somber, dare I say even sadder note, the town was ready to tie up some of your own people that you were charged to protect. Burn them, yes. Yes. What will you do if the reprisals continue? They continue to hunt your people. It is difficult because I do not like to think of these things, but we must. We must prepare to be safe. Um, There has always been tension between the humans and the Gael. This is nothing new in many ways, but we are a strong people. They may outnumber us, but they will not defeat us if it comes to that. Hopefully, it will not. We shall... We should come clean. We are in the employ of the Baroness, but... We do not... (laughs) She just hands back the bread. (laughs) I did not say you could have that... Uh, but we cannot, we do not stomach the vigilante justice being, being, oh, we despise vigilantes. One in particular who's not here right now, thank goodness. Let's be honest. Oh, we hate them. No one, no one likes a vigilante. No, they're the Mm, most despicable, lowest type form of life on, on Galarian. Yes. Ah, I always speak of their righteousness. Their desire to put things right Of justice And it is all nonsense It is all It is all nonsense to them They they hide their identities Why? What do they have to hide? I know what they have to hide They're terrible people Yes Yes, I've heard such things If I had to choose between Having all of us here die Or allowing another vigilante Or gunslinger Into my campaign <laughs> We would be gone <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Everyone, I can't believe Eonel has been the game master this whole time This is enormous news <laughs> She's got a GCN hat and glasses <laughs> The glass can't be is entitled to their opinion of course But surely there might be Say one vigilante that oh. stands for truth and justice and across the board they are despicable, <laughs> awful, awful creatures. Everything I've yes. heard, they are awful. Um, it is a confusing, poorly made class. <laughs> Anyways, thank you Thou for shalt coming. Not suffer a vigilante to live. That's in the Bible. <laughs> Look it up, page two. Page two, right well, there at the beginning. Uh, be that all as it may um, we do not stomach the violence being visited upon your people and uh, we shall do everything in our power to stand uh, in its way I thank you, may I ask what your plan is well I am currently extremely weak yes, Uh, uh, actually if I could be a little indelicate our first plan 
is to bind some wounds that we have, and I'm afraid that, like you, we do not at the moment trust in the Baron to rely on something so important as that. Do you know if there is anyone here that could provide healing magic for those of us sapped of strength? Or, if nothing, then just a bed in which we could rest the night? Um, I would offer you a place here, but uh, do not have much room. Um, it is my understanding that you made quite the impression on Danton and his family. I'm sure they would uh, allow you to stay there. Um, I'm surprised if you are working for the Baron and the Baroness that uh, they have not put you up there. But uh, in terms of your other problem, I do not know, I do not have uh, access to such things. Um, I'm sure someone in town may have a potion lying around, but... Someone in Shade Row, you mean? Yes, um, perhaps. Uh, nobody brought it up at the last uh, community meeting. <laughs> but I'd say there's a D100 chance that someone has... <laughs> So you had a timekeeper, you did a roll call, you took the minutes, and you didn't take an inventory of all the healing potions in Shade Row? No, it... it You're you're one hell of a mare, I gotta tell you that much right now. (laughs) We were going to open with that next month. Uh, What would you say is a good percentage uh, for uh, there to be one just randomly somewhere in town? Uh, 90, 75% 94% 94% 94 huh? well, It depends Are you uh, an industrious people That knows how to uh, take care of yourself or, Of uh, course are they are Look <laughs> at them Look how hale and hearty they are the proud In that people. case it would be a 94 a 96 at least 94, in 94 to 96 72 or higher no, Ooh, 70, 72 or lower. <laughs> 72 or lower. 72 or lower. And perhaps I could find one somewhere in town. I could drum up some support. Uh, 29. Yes, I believe um, there is a man. Uh, his name is Lucia. And uh, Lucia. now that I mention it, he was at the cafe the other day going on and on about this portion of Lesser Restoration. I don't know why I didn't think of it earlier. Uh, he just... He drinks. He's a drinker. And uh, he was must have been in his cups. He was going on and on. I got a portion of Lesser Restoration. He said, uh, you should talk to Lucien. Uh, we don't need to role play it. We'll say you just spoke with him and he gave you the portion. Uh, you win for free. 1d4 strength. Wow. Why don't you roll it right nice. now? And if it's a 1, stop talking about your strength damage and move on. Uh, um, quite incredible, really, that he was speaking so highly of this potion over and over. And then gave it away for free. <laughs> you really are an incredibly generous people. <laughs> yes, we must have done. really made quite an impression. I, I thought you would maybe move on from the fact that you were down strength, uh, but you want to grind things to a halt uh, until you are up to full, <laughs> as if it was I, a party uh, full of grants. Oh, so I, we must move on uh, oh. so I can do a show. Tell you what, Troy, if I get up to the point where, I can, where my damage is not at minus one, I'll, I'll, I'll give it up. I think you... <laughs> it's a modifier on top of a die. It's not, you're yeah. not going to do negative one damage. You're not going to do negative one damage. You're going to do just fine. No, you're not going to hit I'm a creature and heal him. <laughs> you're, if you're aware of, of it, you're not acting like it, Matthew. Roll your damage. You know what? You know what, Grant? <laughs> no, no, no. I, this is exactly... This is the, this is combat. The, I won't. 
Uh, I won't. Okay. I'll just be like, oh wait. All right. Grant next time you need, next time you need healing. Next time your dumb vigilante needs healing. We'll see what happens. <laughs> you know what really I need harsh. for healing? A little fucking Ganzoni. Oh! Little Summer Shandoni. Side Sash is sponsored by Narragansett Del Shandoni. Wow. Troy, the can you put some in your beer. mouth? Will you pour some in your mouth, swirl it around, and then put it in mine? Yep. <laughs> Get over here, buddy. Wouldn't it be funny if we had that set up where it looked like I was spinning <laughs> That would be That's awesome. how the pros do it. Oh, I mean, if there ever was like an official it. beer on this crew, it's got to be the Shandoni. It would definitely be Ganzoni. Mm. I, in fact, have some Shandies in my refrigerator right now. No way. Oh, I got a case of these for our birthday this weekend. <laughs> oh, He's turning two and daddy's turning Archer. two years. Archer loves him. That'll, loves him. Chest hair. That'll, that'll grow chest hair on Archer for sure. Can you believe it's um, Archer's turning two tomorrow? That's how insane. long. That is One of the old immediately. Daddy started celebrating early with a shame. Tony. <laughs> uh, Alright, so can we go uh, Family post. Speaking of moving it along, I, I, I need to Rest. I don't need a potion, but I need to rest. So can we go to Danton and get a, a, a cot or a yeah, so you floor wanna, space? You feel comfortable staying there. Uh, you kind of want to like leave Baroy Manor for now. Well, is there value in going to Baroy Manor and being there overnight and you know seeing what happens? Well, I just wanted to see if there was any information here. I mean, there's going to be no information in all of Shade Row. There's there's nothing here. You're talking to the mayor. Yeah, you but she didn't tell us anything we don't know. You know definitely what I mean? Like, sleeping, uh, sleeping here will definitely impart some wisdom to us. Yeah, you. If 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 you don't feel <laughs> I'm like that's why we came here. Like, if you feel yeah. like in your conversation with the mayor, you haven't uncovered any new information, there's no reason to believe you're going to find it with anybody else in Shadra. I just want to sleep. You said you didn't want to go to the manor because you didn't want to face the Baron down eight strength. Which is why we said let's sleep in Shade Row to get some back at least. Well, it seems like uh, the party wants me to die, so uh, I have no problem going back to the manor. We want you to live, live forever. <laughs> yes, no, it's, I, actually, I don't know how it's just you your got friend that, that is the worst. Yes, your friend. Uh, finally, you know what? I'm going it's, to say it. Your friend is the worst. My friend has saved your lives millions of times. Yes, but we didn't. We didn't want her to. It devalues our own lives having 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 been saved by someone so awful. I'm you joking, know, of course. You don't even we know love them the crystal ghost. Everybody, you... three cheers for the ghost! Hip hip, hip, hip. Hooray! hooray! Hip hip, hooray! And again, all you, right. Well, you, you, you settled. You truly are a professor of anthropology with millions of times. Not very good with numbers, are you? You don't millions? even know. To, you don't even. Are, you don't even aware of the number of times the crystal ghost has saved your lives. Ah, millions. Okay. She's saving it right but now. But that said, I, think I can if, see. I cannot change your mind about the crystal ghost. So let's move on. But like You're that's clearly a, like, too close to her to see her many many faults. <laughs> All of that aside, it seems like we're not going to learn anything here right now, and it seems like we're there are some stuff in Boyer Manor that we could explore, perhaps. Or sneak well, you do have free run out. of the manor if you wanted to explore. Um, you don't have to go directly to the Baron if you don't want to. It seems like you're you don't want to confront him where you're weak in case it turns sour. Um, so you could potentially, you know, the way he seemed, he was like, "Get away from me!" You probably can go there, and he won't bother you. You know, your guests there. So it's kind of up to you what you want to do. Matthew would also like to meet the dogs again. Yeah, now that we have our suspicions about who they are. Yosef the Mastiff? 
Uh, I also kind of want to see if we can hold the baby. I want to see. I kind of want to see. There's got to be something there. Yes, Maybe. take the child. Hi, I'm a hobgoblin with bloody ear stumps. Mind if I hold hey. your newborn? <laughs> I have a calming presence on babies. Uh, I rolled a two yeah. on that lesser restoration, by the way. You'll be fine. cares. You'll be fine. Uh, All right, let's go to the manor then. Let's go to the go manor. to the manor. Okay. What are our what are our leads now? By the way, so we can explore the manor, and then go to the forest. The chapel. <laughs> right. The forest, the forest north of Carpad? Like, is that, that what you're was talking the, about? That was the legend, right? That wasn't actually... We, uh, this was my confusion last week, that the brothers didn't die in the forest. What, 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 this was our confusion last week, and I don't actually remember what we found out. In effect, is, is that whole thing... Isn't he... He's north of there, isn't he? You have no idea where he is. He's somewhere in the forest. If, if what the Lurker and Light said was true, he is somewhere to the forest, uh, the Uskwood, I think, north of Carpad. But that would be right. like so I mean, he's just wandering in the forest. Like, yeah, we don't have that's any not a lead. concrete. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, you, yeah, what do we you have? We know? have no leads. I mean, we have, yeah, we have suspicions, but we don't actually have leads. I mean, right. We, we just stumble upon something at the manor house that proves... Something that we suspect at this point. What are your suspicions? Talk aloud. Well, we know that we we know that the lurker in light is in league with the Baron and summoning. No, uh, we know the lurker in light said he was in league with the Baron. There's no true. proof of that. We know we have uh, suspicions that the Baron uh, usurped his uh, older bro- both of his older brothers. Uh, What's your evidence for that? Suspicions. Suspicions. Pure suspicions. suspicions. The only thing is that well, he said also, they don't have bodies. He, he, but he brought the boxes and demanded no funerals. That's obviously extremely suspicious, but it won't hold up in court. Like, he could easily, like, something could have happened to them, and he's trying to get them back and doesn't want anybody to know and wants to keep everybody calm and lies about, you know, it's just like, they're dead, do, do this, uh, while he tries to, I don't know, figure it out. Or, you know, he's a, you know, he's a big villain. Obviously, it's more likely the latter. But we don't have solid proof yet that he did we're, it. I, w- I would like to see what he was looking lawyers. at in those books. We have a lot of yeah. hearsay and circumstantial evidence. Those are kinds of evidence. The books are <laughs> the books are actually a really good idea. Like I would love to get a yeah. look inside the library after the Baron's gone to bed. I mean, certainly closer to proof. Also, and talk we, to the dogs. Uh, and uh, if if worse comes to worse, too, we can press either the Baroness or the Baron on the fact that the brothers weren't buried there. Like I mean, yeah. it would blow up yeah. everything, but we could at least force the issue at a certain point if nothing works. Yeah. Uh, another thing yeah, yeah. you can do, by the way, is you could crash out in Shade Row and go there in the morning. You know what That's I mean? what I was saying. Like, just sleep. And then but we can the, go role play. Like, we can't ro- role play with them at night. You know what I mean? It's like, they're going to sleep. We're not going to see anything there. But if the Baron is locked away all day in his library with his books, the, our best opportunity to get a look at his books is the middle of the night. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We could go sneaking around the manor in the middle of the night, for sure. If you want to maybe get into a fight. I mean... Right now, I feel like the, 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 all of our suspicions point to the manor. So, I'm cool to go back there. I mean, if we want to just ro- roll, you know, spend and spend the next day and hanging around Carpad, that's fine too. But I think let's, let's move things along. Let's go back to the manor. I'm saying, I'm saying, let's rest at the ma- let's rest here and then go immediately to the manor. Take a vote. So we could. All right, who wants to could, rest? We could walk around. around. We could do this, and at least we have rest. Like. Baron is at eight non-lethal damage. It's just stupid to walk around with all that when you don't have to. Let's just get rid of it and then go do <laughs> in the, searching. In the uh, interest of 
forging ahead here. Let's take a vote. Who wants to rest in Shade Row? Oh, great. Oh, All right. oh. I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> Matthew, you're out. But Matthew gets two votes. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> you still lose. Because <laughs> he's a vigilante. Uh, yeah, uh, when he has negative think... one to his damage, he gets an extra vote. That's how the fee that's All fine. Right, just, I'm just saying, like, the main thing we want to do in the manor is sneak into the library, and we won't be able to do that until tomorrow night. Well, right. I also kind of want to talk to the Baroness. I don't know. There might be some interesting stuff there. Now that we have more information, talk more about the brothers. You, she never met the brothers, I guess. Does he ever yeah. talk of the brothers? Um, but, yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, All right, so you head so, over to Danton. She directs you. She's like, hey, it was so nice to meet you. I appreciate you coming. Um... You are always welcome here in uh, Shed Row, and uh, if you see Chelyak Steve, don't tell him I said hello. I do not care I will for not. you. Of course I will see him. He's uh, my best friend. I, I hate him, <laughs> right. and I wish horrible things upon Chelyak Steve. If you only That's a knew, terrible thing to say. If you only knew the things I say do. That. If you only knew the things I do about Chelyak Steve. <laughs> Danton's house is right there. And she points and then slams the door, and then you hear her slurping her laundry. Uh, <laughs> you walk over to the house. Oh, hello! You decided to come. Wonderful! Hey, Doctor Fufu, set up four more places for dinner. Oh, Dad! And you hang out there, <laughs> spend the night. If you ask questions, they don't know anything about anything. They're just uh, very relieved uh, that you were able to save them, um, and they have committed themselves to not going back into town until this boils over. Uh, they think it's cool that you met with the mayor. They kind of think that you're celebrities, uh, and they're as hospitable as they possibly can. They have a very small room for all four of you to sleep, uh, but they give you probably, you assume, the sheets off of their own bed uh, to be as comfortable as possible while they probably lay on hay with no blanket, shivering Aww. and catching cold, and they'll probably sick and get sick and die from it um, the next day. These are the thoughts that run through your head. As you drift off to sleep. Their suffering so, will so, soon be over. So night's rest, right? Night's rest, yep. Okay. And then you all... Anyone with strength damage heals, what, one point of strength one. damage? No. So, Matthew, you're fine, dude. Can't wait for the next combat. And Sony. Uh, well, at least I got rid of that non-lethal, man. Got rid of that non-lethal. That non-lethal, John? Uh, and then... What is the first thing that we do? Is there anywhere else in town to go besides the manor? By also, the way, what a day. That was the end I of know, one that's day. That's why it's so <laughs> insane. That's why it's so insane. Um, so, if you want. Now we're talking like in the morning. Over omelets. Talking strategy. We're stealing their eggs. And, uh, <laughs> Please take strategy. our last eight eggs. So, uh, w- there is uh, at least one option. Perhaps for uh, a day exploration in that I could uh, attempt to get into some closed off areas of the manor uh, without being noticed as myself uh, perhaps noticed as a complete stranger uh, I can drink this little vial right here it will utterly change my appearance I will not look as myself and uh, perhaps we could use that to our advantage Do you it. also have free run of the manor as far as you know. <laughs> well, yeah, I just in meant in case we visit. saw any, like, locked, locked Just throw that out right there in case it wasn't clear. Um, <laughs> okay, so we'll go to the manor <laughs> and walk out. In. You, you <laughs> walk into the library. Door's right. locked. Oh, Hold on. Hello! Hello! <laughs> My name is 
Ralfonso! Get him up and up! <laughs> like, who is the stranger? <laughs> Throw him out immediately. I'll be right back. Hello! Um, <laughs> right, so we'll, we'll immediately go into the Baron and Baroness's bed chamber. <laughs> bed chamber. And, and then their, their private bathroom. <laughs> just, and just start looking around and asking questions. Kick the door in while they're copulating. <laughs> if only we had copulation right now. You said we had free reign. You could you go anyway. Why didn't you lock the door? We have not made love in months. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Boroy Manor here. Uh, I have left uh, uncovered the rooms that you've already been into. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't presume that things have stayed the way that they are. Um, looks like the only thing that's really visible here is uh, Gavricks and the... Uh, not Gavricks, what was his name? Gavril and the Hounds. And then, of course, the Baron upstairs there to the right. Um, I don't know what you're seeing there on roll 20, but you see it's a pretty big manor house. Uh, yeah. You walk in? Uh, yep, we will uh, walk in. Hello! Laurentier! Welcome back to Blachoy Manor! I am Laurentier! Yes, we know your name. I did not see you come in. I stayed up all night. Uh, finally, around 6 a.m., I uh, passed out on the floor, sitting right here next to the statue of Dimar. I did not want to uh, be rude and have you uh, come in and not be greeted by the majordomo. Uh, I was worried. I feared for your life as you are guests of the Baron and the Baroness. Uh, are you okay? Would you like some coffee? Your uh, hospitality is greatly appreciated, my friend. We did, however, have quite an exhausting day and night. We are quite beat up. There have uh, been shadows breaking loose within the village, and they have done a number on my friends. (gasps) We have tried to find a way to heal this damage, but as of yet we have been unable. I don't know if the Baron has any access to any uh, potions or scrolls that might be able to help us in this situation. But as you can see, the adjunct uh, instructor here is very, very weak. Sacre bleu! No, I do not believe he has such things. Uh, it is too bad. Um, well, um, yes, he had... Uh, no, no, it's, it's just a rumor. Do not worry, yes. Um, uh, 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 please, go on. finish that thought. Yes, uh, well, uh, uh, shut up, Raven. What? Uh, may I ask what? Uh, what did the Baroness tell you? She told me you have a free run of the house. Yes. 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 Said we could take any rug in the house. Any rug in the house? Uh, she did any not tell rug. me such thing. Um, well, uh, she also. I mean, you you said yourself, uh, a rumor, believe me. We know how to distinguish between what is rumor and what is fact, but the rumors can make all the difference when it comes to finding a cure to this deadly disease. What was it that tickled your mind there? Uh, well, um, can I do a di- diplomacy roll? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll aid. So will I. And I do. As do I. Uh, oh, I rolled crap. No, no, no. Uh, all right, that's a 20 with the aids. I aided too. I, 22. Uh, 22. I am the Majordomo of Bourgogne Manor. I make sure everything is 
buffet for guests and the people who live here. I do not go downstairs. I do not go to the shrine, to the cells, to the vaults. Good reason. I'm not saying you should, but uh, perhaps what you need, uh, you may find down there, or you may not, which is why I do not go. But uh, I am but uh, the major domo. I am Lord. Yeah, I have said too much. Um, enjoy yourselves. Uh, if you need uh, anything, uh, just call Lord. Yeah, and I come and I run. Right now, I am very tired. For I uh, fell asleep on the next to this statue waiting for you. You did not call. <laughs> Wait. So he's saying we should we should go down to the vault. Yes, I did not Laurentier. say you should. You I, have been most helpful. Well, I just uh, I word of warning. I would not go down there. Uh-huh. But if you are desperate... Anyhow. Enjoy your day! I am so tired. He leaves. Um, so do you want to uh, start walking around these rooms on this floor? Or uh, do we go straight to the basement where the action happens? Yeah, you got a lot of doors here. Obviously, yeah. you've been in the salon over here where you met uh, the Baroness. Um and you've been in the room with the hounds, and then you've been uh, upstairs in your rooms where you were invited to stay and didn't show up, and then uh, the library and uh, what was most likely Stepan's study. But uh, there's still one more door upstairs, and then you've got, goodness, you've got stairs going down here to the right of the entrance, and uh, one, two, three, four, five, Five doors, a corridor to the north you haven't explored. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff to check out. So do we look around or do we go downstairs? Take a quick look around. Couldn't hurt anything. Maybe All say right. hi yes. to the dogs. Do you want to go immediately to the dogs? In our, in our walking, it might be nice to build a relationship with the dogs. All right, I'm going to peek in this room. And he walks up to the first door that's straight across from the entrance, right where Cardizor is standing. Uh, and he's just going to open the door. Um, all right, so the one point to it for me? Um, it's, uh, I'm standing yes. right out front of it, directly across from the entrance. <laughs> okay, you open it. Looks like a courtyard. Oh, oh there's Sorry, I was taking APP. <laughs> Goodbye. No, don't pee in the fountain, Laurentia. Come on. I was holding it throughout our whole conversation. <laughs> I was going to burst. <laughs> Give you a chamber pot for a reason. I thought I could be safe in the fog of war. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't knock when entering the fog of war? Uh, you see uh, a courtyard, and it looks like the whole courtyard, not unlike some parts of the manor that you've noticed in your brief. Uh, glimpses of the place uh, has seen better days. There's grass and weeds like poking through the crumbling cobblestones uh, and a central fountain uh, that stinks of mildew. Um, Once you open the door, you smell that mildew, you source it to the fountain um, and you see like instead of a beautiful fountain of clear water, it's just like bubbling or trickling this dark murky water. Um, It's probably full of grime and corrosion. Just completely unkempt. And this uh, puddle of uh, dehydrated 
uh, person's piss on the ground. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm going to walk around mm-hmm. uh, and take my time and just do like a loop around looking in the fountain, looking around the grounds, and just do, a, I don't know, a few perception checks for uh, anything out of the ordinary beyond just the fact that it's been let go. Okay. That no one's taking care of it. Um, so, oh my god. Natural one on the D20 and a one on the D6. Uh, <laughs> Hot start for 13. <laughs> and you're looking uh, around. And, you know, again, yep. and it's a skill check. Even though it's a natural one, if you got a plus 14, that's not a bad roll. Um, right. But, uh, yeah, you're not, not really seeing anything. Out of the ordinary. I'll do, I, I'll do one more, and I got a 28. Yeah, so you're hanging out there for a while. Um, yeah. As you continue to look around, you notice your eyes keep getting drawn back to the fountain, and you're like, it doesn't look like mud that's uh, clouded the fountain up. Um, it it's looks poop. like the water. It's, it's poop. Lauren, you? Lauren, you? Oh, no. I did number two. Number two. At first, you came in, you smelled the mildew, and you figured, oh, maybe there was a pipe that would blocked up, and that's why the water got uh, uh, all like the pipes were grime and corrosion, and that led to it. But you don't see any source of pollution that could turn the water to this murky gray color. It's not mud; it's something else. Uh, Can I examine it? Yeah, what do you want to do? You want to just uh, look at it? You want to touch it? You want to pour it all over you? Take a shower? Dive in? Uh, first, first, I'll look at it uh, and do a relevant knowledge check to see if it resembles anything, whether it's nature or arcana or planes, if it resembles any substance I've seen before or read about. Yeah, you can do a spellcraft or you want to try knowledge planes, whatever you like better. Uh, I'll, I'll start with knowledge planes. Let's do that. That's a 27. Um, do you have detect magic, Braven? I do not. You don't. Nobody does. Nobody does. No one does. First party ever. No detect magic. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> but I have spellcraft. I mean, you know, I feel like I could identify if it is magical without an aura. That's kind of yeah. So I imagine you just like have your hands on the phone. You're looking in there, trying to figure out what the hell's going on, and also going through the rolodex of the information you've gathered so far since you've been in town, and you don't know what. It is, but it looks like it has some connection to the plane of shadow. Whoa. Be careful. Do not touch it. Yes, I'm concerned if I touch it, it may draw shadows out. So it's similar to, like, maybe that Ikor or something that was coming out of these people. Look at it, the way the gray, like, moves. It's like, you know what gray cloudy water looks like? This looks like undulating actual clouds within the water. I wonder if the fountain itself is a passageway. Some sort of portal. A portal, yes, to the plane of shadows. Mm. Agent instructor, this would interest you the most. You should jump in. Mm. See what is on the other side. Document it for us. Do you have a GoPro? I'll strap it, <laughs> I'll strap it to my forehead and dive straight in. <laughs> well, we need two. We need one to see your face as well. Ah, yes. It's see horror on your face as well, you I'll, take in. You're right. You're a plane right. I'll of just, pure shadow. I'll hold it, and then I'll also get my coverage of my horrified face as I see what's happening. <laughs> I'm so scared. Um, 
Well, can I, like, can we stick something into the, like, a stick or something? Or is there, what yeah, is there? Yeah, strap a rock. Karazor pokes a, one of his torches into it. The torch, is it lit, or? I light it, and then stick like it in. Just, uh, put it in, and it dissolves, like, or not, like, goes out like you think it would, like, if you stuck a... It's acid! A, a lit. No, acid, ah! fall back! No, like, <laughs> if you stick oh, a torch in water, obviously it's gonna go out, but it doesn't go out like you're dousing a fire. It goes out like the fire is just being pulled out of it. Oh, <gasps> whoa. that's cool. Dude, it's whoa. a portal! So when Lauren too was peeing in it, he was just peeing directly into On the, the shadow plane. plane. Oh, uh, I was mad. in the fog of war. What happens in the fog of war <laughs> stays in the fog of war. I mean, I kind of want to go through the portal, but not right now. Hmm. Let's check. Karazor drops the torch in, and he goes to the southern door in the middle and opens it. Southern door in the middle. Pop that bad boy open. Looks like a dining room. You see a massive table of... uh, dark cherry wood set with uh, exquisite looking silver utensils fine tian porcelain um, again this is one of these rooms not unlike the salon that is still taken care of so maybe this is uh, where you would sup if you were a guest that came and stayed and it in the doesn't have room. any uh, and it, it just has two doors that go to the courtyard it doesn't have any windows to the courtyard Correct. Interesting. You'd think you'd build a dining room so you could look out on the courtyard, but... Yeah, it seems like a waste of a courtyard. Yeah. Maybe it's... Hmm. I wonder... It's been repurposed. I wonder if if it's been a portal... If it became a portal recently, or if it's always been a portal. Like, this is something the Boroughs... You always could I... The caretaker. Could I actually do a knowledge nature to get a sense of if this is like... Uh, a year of being unkempt, or if it's like five years of being unkempt, like if, I feel like that's something you could tell based on the amount of weeds and their height, uh, the stagnation of the water, the Nature check. erosion of the rocks. I don't know. Less than a year. Less than a year. Oh, less than a year. Okay. Yeah. You know how long the manor has gone in disrepair might be uh, congruous with the Baron Stepan taking over. Mm. Maybe his dad was more on top of this stuff, and he's got other fish to fry maybe the recent Talithroid outbreak and whatever else is going on with the Baron has been enough to let him let everything go it's hard to tell it would be it would be so strange though if this was indeed a portal to the world of shadow and it was something the Baron was aware of why is would it he, a portal why would he is give people free reign of it or yeah exactly what happened to the portal, torch or did it just absorb the light from my torch what happened to the torch when he dropped it Oh, he yeah. dropped go to the it bottom in of the water. Yeah, you, you see the you see the torch at the bottom of the water. Okay. Yes, perhaps it's like there's... the clouds took the f- fire away. Flame. Yeah, some sort of shadow essence. All right, let's try this door to the north. Uh, the door above the fountain. Now, the door below goes to the dining room. Let's check the door above. Okay. Um, you pop open that, John, and uh, you see crumbling antiques 
all over the place. Uh, maybe they were deemed too precious to throw out, um, but too dilapidated to use, and they fill the space. They're kind of all over chests of drawers, uh, moth-eaten chairs, a uh, spinning wheel, uh, like an old sewing spinning wheel, sets of plates that are like missing, uh, you know, saucers in the platter, like they're mismatched sets of plates, Um, and then just all sorts of detritus covering the floor. Um, There's an enormous, uh, looks like some sort of frame leaning against the wall, that's covered by a cloth. Yank it off. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> you pull it off. And you see a painting. It's a very intimidating painting. It's a, a man and a woman. And the man is dressed in the colors of... Uh, the Barois, black bear on a red field, and three boys standing underneath. Oh. Baby Baron. And it's like one of those paintings that just feel like if you stare at it for too long, it might come alive. <laughs> wonder they covered it. <laughs> we, should just, take it we should take it and hang it in the Baron's study. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see how he reacts. There was this YouTube video I watched years ago, and I was fucking bored. It was like, don't watch this video. And it was just a video of a painting, and it's a painting. They say if you stare at it long enough, parts of it start to come to life. And I was like, all right, it's got millions of views. I'm like, I'll watch it. You let yourself go a little bit, and you watch this thing. I remember being like. Someone just run past the window in that painting. Oh my god! But was there just a guy that just appeared, and it's just a video of this painting, and you stare at it long enough, and it drives people insane? There's something about this family. Maybe the artist wasn't that great, so everyone's proportions are a little bit off, and you're watching it, and you just get this uneasy feeling. Maybe that's why it's covered. Maybe other reasons. <sighs> Um, anything else in the room of interest? No, I mean, there's shit all over. If you take a minute to scan everything, probably worth stuff, but steal their shit and sell it. Maybe you are. Not yet. Uh, not yet. Maybe no. on your way out. We're just going to head out to uh, the drawing room and grab some of that shit and that painting. <laughs> the painting was a gift, Todd. I'm taking it with me. So. <laughs> and it was a gift. Uh, <laughs> 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 Um, yeah, door to the north here. Let's open that. Uh, you open that up, and looks to be the north uh, corridor, which I can just uh, toss in a little polygons or reveal. It loops or loops loops around to there. Um, yeah, so you've done a lot of the first floor here, with the exception of the uh, door to the south of the Houndmaster. And then these two doors uh, way to the south. Let's and pop in and say hi to the hounds and just learn the rest of the dogs' names. Okay. And then uh, we can keep exploring on the way. Your, your pawns are still outside, so I'm just going to bring them inside. Here, 
now you're in the Houndmaster's room. Actually, the Maxine was in a wall. I don't remember uh, his accent, but I'm sure it was something like this. Hello, welcome back. Oh, Yosef, down, down. Sorry, the dogs, they are very excitable. Um, uh, how, how is your stay in the car pad going? Were you able to um, find out anything about uh, my lover? Well, about that, um, we went to talk to Catalina. Yes. Uh, on your advice, and... Uh, Thank you. Well, I, uh, we don't mean to be the bearer of bad news, but uh, she's dead. She has succumbed to the Talothurt. Catalina. Catalina. But what of uh, the woman I was having an affair with, uh, whose name is escaping me at the moment? <laughs> well, we tried to find Irene. Irene? Irene. Yeah, Irene. Uh, unfortunately, we were beset by a number of shadows when we uh, in the in the ca- the. Uh, in Catalina's house, and uh, we're very injured, so we had to uh, delay our plans to talk to her for the moment. But we promise we will. I, uh, tell me more. You, you say Catalina is dead. What did you discover at the chandelry? She was the last person that saw Irini, and you're telling me she's dead, and you did not see Irini. I do not understand. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to get upset, but I have been worried sick. I cannot leave. Uh, Boroy Manor, and I have no connection with my friends. You are all I have to the outside world. You tell me that Catalina is dead. She's the last person to see my sweet Irini. Yeah, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. Um, I want to stay and uh, continue investigating in the town. My friends here all want to come back to the manor right away. So, um... Wait a second. How do you know so much about what happened in the chandlery? Adjunct <gasps> instructor. Yeah, you kept How on using you... the 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 pronoun yeah. we as well. I don't remember you being there. I wasn't there. However, you all have been talking about it nonstop. To everyone no, I went meet. straight to bed after we talked to it's everyone. As there. if I was there. No, no, that's that's not what happened. Get up, Raven. <laughs> Raven, I don't know why you're such a suspicious man. It seems like you just have some things you need to let go, and uh, you'll feel better about yourself. Mm. Uh, okay, thanks. Sense for the- motive. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, you have this internal struggle. Perhaps you could deal with it some other time. What did you find at the chandlery? You must tell me. The scene of great darkness. How so? A terrible ritual. A a terrible creature. Do you know what a lurker in light is? No. It is a creature that is uh, all but invisible to the naked eye in bright light. And it was taking people from Carpad, stealing them to sacrifice them to a satyr named Inofex. Some attempt to bring back the reign of the first world. Does any of this ring a bell? Have you heard anything of this nature before in town? No, no, but do you think he was uh, responsible for taking Irini? It seems that Irini, uh, or uh, I don't know, perhaps. Uh, did you see any trace of uh, her? You, did, you do not know what she looks wait, like. Was she what a body that we like? saw? Was yeah, she one of the ones in like? the rooms? She was uh, a little less than my height. Uh, uh, brown hair, uh, curly. Yeah. Oh, no. 
Yes, she was in one of the rooms to the south. She is okay? No. Uh, What is okay? They killed her. This lurker in light, he escaped her grasp. But I'm afraid that she is dead, my friend. By the way, I'm just saying that because I assume that what he described was the person that we saw. As he goes into more description, you realize that was one of the bodies you saw downstairs. You saw two people that looked similar, like they might be related, a man and a woman. This is the woman uh, he describes. And so he just like, head in his hands, he sinks down. And you don't even hear weeping. You just, he's just like sitting there uncomfortably. What's his name again? uh, Gavril. Gavril, I am so sorry to be the one to bring you this news. It is an awful thing, but you must stay strong. Terrible things are happening in Karpat. This summoning ritual, it, we might have stopped it for a moment, but we have not stopped it forever. People will still go missing. And I feel that you could be a source of valuable information. You could help us if you bring this killer to justice. He looks up and his eyes are red, but no, like, tears. He's just, like, lost. He's like, hey, she went missing. I, I thought the worst. It was a moment where I worried for myself, worried that people would have known that I was one of the last people to see her. They would implicate me. We were having an affair. We did things so wrong. Now she is gone. Yeah. Yes, anyway, I can help. I I will, but I am uh, limited uh, here, stuck in the manor. Well, that actually might be exactly how you can help. What if we were to tell you that we have suspicions that the Baron might be involved in what's going on in town? What? <laughs> he stiffens. What do you mean? It's too soon for us to know, but we have suspicions that the Baron might be somehow involved in the disappearances. But we do not know enough to make our move. So you must keep this to yourself and observe the Baron and let us know of anything that you find, anything you see or notice or hear that seems suspicious. You understand what kind of accusation you are making? carries great weight, which is why we are reluctant to make it definitively just yet. We have made no accusation. We are only going on the small amount of evidence we have found so far. I, for one, do not wish to peg this on the Baron any more than you. But we must look into this further. You must be vigilant. must keep an open eye and an open ear. Tell us anything you see or hear that seems suspicious. Just be on your guard. Yes, we do not know the extent of what's going on here yet. Incidentally, how long have you worked at Boroy Manor? I have worked here for 25 years. I worked for his father. Oh, so you knew the Baron's older brothers? Yes, I did. It was a shame that they died so young. But I will say, Stepan has always treated me well. He's a complicated man. But I respect him in his own way. Of 
course. If he had anything to do with Irili's death, though, I do not know what I would do. Well, we're not going that... We won't go that far yet, but... Uh, on an unrelated note, um... How old are these dogs? Dogs, uh... Uh, it just goes through the ages, and they're, like, anywhere between, uh, four and eight years old. And then, uh, Yosef is six. The brothers... I know it must be a painful memory. How did they die? They became very ill. Not unlike the people uh, who are getting sick all over town. But not the same illness, yes? It just was sudden and quick. And before we knew it, they were... They were being buried. Did you see their bodies yourself? No, no, I... I'm but a servant. I was not uh, present at the, uh, the funeral. It was not held at the temple, as I remember. I believe it was a private ceremony with the Baron and his family. What was left of it? Where did they lie in, in illness? Was it here in the manor? Did they have a room in which they were kept in their final hours? The last time I saw them, they were here, yes. Uh, they were... F- from what I understand, they were found dead here and buried. I, I saw them one day, and then I hear rumors around the manor that they are sick. I do not see them. Week passes, and they died. And last I saw I'm them, they were walking around happy and healthy. And how many years ago was that? Uh, ten years ago. The father, he was still alive, and then he outlived uh, two of his sons, and then he passed, and Stepan became the Baron. But the father, he had a proper burial uh, at the cathedral, a proper ceremony. Oh yes, the entirety of Carpad was present. It was a uh, sad, sad day for all of Carpad. But the rights, he was carried through town, brought to the temple, and then chopped up into a million pieces and burned. <laughs> <laughs> As is tradition. Stepan, how did he take the passing of his brothers? I did not see him. Uh, I would assume uh, he was very uh, broken up about it. No doubt it killed his father. But uh, I did not. I do not know how it. How how would you feel if your your brothers passed? To... Can I ask a retroactive perception question? Sure. Were there were there any shadows in the painting? Uh, if you think I can look look back, yeah. Like shadows. the artistic work of the painting, yeah. did everyone cast shadows? Mm-hmm. Including young Stepan. Yeah. And there was nothing. Joe brings up a really good point because court, court painters painted them actually in real life. Was there any like weird energy outside of the general bad juju coming from it? Like, did Stepan have like an evil look towards his brother or anything out of the way? No. <laughs> Just two middle fingers up. One of these, I'm gonna <laughs> kill you. No, uh, no, I was very like, 
stately and regal, but again, with a hand that wasn't quite right. So everybody's not like a Picasso-esque look, but a very, like, I don't want to look at that painting anymore. And again, the mm-hmm. location was inside, outside? Did it that come up at all? Uh, no, it didn't. Like, maybe okay. sitting sitting in a salon in front of a window. Got it. Because you did see shadows being cast in an angle. Hmm. Okay. What? Well, sorry. Do you know what's, what, what, what is below the manor in the vaults? No. Uh, we do not go down there. Uh, it is uh, a prison, I know. Uh, there is a jail down there. I do not think it is in use. Uh, the Baron's, uh, the Boroi family vault, uh, I believe there is a... Perhaps a private shrine, uh, but no one can go down there. Is there a statue uh, to Stepan's father? Do you know that they make a likeness of him? No. Now that you mention it, I feel like something to do with his aunt down there. Stepan's aunt or his father's aunt? Stepan's aunt. Uh, the Baron's sister. She was a, a priestess of Zon Kuthon. Uh-huh. Very pious. I do not know all of the details. Yes. She had something to do with that shrine. Hmm. Hmm. Very interesting. Have we heard of her before? No. Nobody's mentioned her name, right? Nobody's mentioned her? What was her name? Did he say? No, I do not remember. It was before my time. Well. (laughs) And Suzette. (laughs) Well, we will leave you to it. Yes. Let me allow me to say goodbye to Yosef, and the adjunct instru- instructor will crouch down and try to gently uh, pat Yosef. Dog just like snarls a low growl. Oh, Yosef, we're here to help you. Yosef, calm down. Calm down. He. Does not like strangers, uh, but he seems to smell something familiar about you. Hmm. Anyhow, come and visit any time, and please let me know what you discover about the Baron. We never had this conversation. What conversation? Exact yes. amount. Good day to you. Uh, and, and I'll get out of there to you. Carzer throws open this rear door before he leaves. Oh, I didn't even see that door oh, in yeah, there. Where does this that. door go? <laughs> he goes uh, to the dogmaster's collar and just drives him to the wall. <laughs> what is behind ah, that door? Ah, <laughs> the dog <laughs> goes, get that meal, Zeef! And the dog tear, <laughs> tears you all apart. Mastiff tears out Alfonso's throat. Uh, you, <laughs> you throw open the door and it's the weirdest fucking thing. You look outside and on the ground is a giant compass. 
Oh, weird oh, circle. What? Weird. The, f- the truth is out oh, there, man. Fuck. <laughs> you never see anything like wow. it. Wow. Are the directions uh, accurate? Yeah. <laughs> as far as you know. It's north still north. Everything. You stare at it too long, it starts moving. Yeah. Arzur <laughs> slowly shuts the door and backs away. <laughs> and it, goes, um, it goes away. <laughs> all right. You open, so, you open the door again, it's a closet. To the end. Right. <laughs> what else is there to do? Do you want to keep opening the doors on this floor and then go to the vaults? Yes. All right. I open the door that I'm standing in front of. Uh, south of the kennel. Is there yeah, a door just there? south of the kennel? I think the door is just in the hallway, but yeah, yeah. There's, there's yeah, there's a door there. Oh yeah, my world twenty probably hasn't updated. So psh, you open up that room, and oh, let me tell you about this room. Oh baby! <laughs> oh man! It's getting juicy. Shit! Looks like an armory. Ooh. Oh, love a good armory. Long racks, pole arms, swords, shields emblazoned with the Baron's red bear dominate uh, this fairly utilitarian room. Uh, you can tell uh, Karazor probably is the most battle-hardened, uh, that uh, all the weapons in here are in need of a good sharpening or oiling. Um, but there are a few choice pieces that look none the worse for time and neglect. That's all I them all. Is there, just you in case they're magic. Just in case. We have no way of telling, so I just gather up anything that looks like it might remotely be magic. That's <laughs> yeah. south. Uh, so you, there's probably like three or four weapons that look particularly nice. You just take them? Yep. Um, all right, so you grab uh, a great sword, a long sword, and... Uh, a short bow and a rapier. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Are they magical? Do you you just to, can't tell. Do you, you don't have to detect magic, right? No. What if he just spellcrafts it? Spellcraft. Can you spellcraft to detect the magical property of something? I mean, I guess not, but you know what we just need to do is like, we just need to do one of these stupid D- D100 rolls uh, and just buy a wand of detect magic and we just detect magic. Oh, yeah. It's first just, time. Just never even thought of it. First time in the history of our shows that we didn't have somebody that could cast detect magic. I, I feel yeah, like. it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I, as um, far as I know. I mean, I, spellcraft is used specifically to identify the properties of magic items in your possessions through the use of spells as detect magic and identify. Using so detect magic. Spellcraft yeah. is a element of using detect magic. Yeah, so you need to take magic to identify the properties. So yeah, you just you took the, the choicest they, weapons. Do they uh, seem really nice? They seem really nice. There, are they I'll masterwork? Take, are they all masterwork? Uh huh. I'll, right, I'll the, take the masterwork rapier. I'll take and the, the short bow. longsword. I just uh, I just read an incredibly potentially dangerous way to try out all these things to see what their magic properties are, and that's to have Joe use them and roll use magic device as he uses them. <laughs> and the magical properties would reveal if you rolled high enough. <laughs> just slash at the crystal ghost and see what happens. <laughs> crystal oh, ghost is here. Oh. Um, all right. So I'm going to take a rapier and a short bow that appear to be masterwork. And then uh, sometime today I'll try to get a wand of detect magic. <laughs> um, all right. We'll go to the door to the south. 
All right, first door out of two to the south. You pop it open, and there's noise on the other side. It's like a, a bustling kitchen. Uh... Uh, it, they're running around and they just kind of look at you uh, and she, she says there's a guest of the on the pardon please keep the door open one of the servers runs out um, you think it's like probably the cook and the sous chefs uh, they're buzzing about they look really really busy um, can I help you? Uh, we, are, we are incredibly busy right now preparing uh, breakfast for the Baron and the Baroness and Laurent uh, is going to need coffee when he wakes up uh, <laughs> please, please, uh, just uh, keep... And she's, like, just trying to keep the door, uh, uh, keep clear of this door. The girl comes back, uh, and she's uh, working on something else, and they're just really busy bustling about. Can I help uh, you? Sorry to, bo- sorry to bother you. Uh, sorry to bother you. Uh, we are guests of the Baron. We did not know uh, what uh, this was the kitchen. We don't care about you. <laughs> Do, you- <laughs> Do you happen to have any bread? Or detect magic. Uh, yes. yes. I just happen to have this uh, French loaf of detect magic right here. But oh. it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is for me. This, poof. So a loaf of detect magic. No, we do not. I have bread. Yes. Uh, ah, that's right. Uh, please get them. Uh, Annalise. Annalise. Give uh, the woman bread. And she comes over and hands you some sourdough. A baguette? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I do not mean to be rude. Uh, you are. What am I doing? You are guests of the Baron. I'm sure they would want uh, you to be treated uh, with the utmost respect. Is there anything we can get you? Uh, we were told that you did not stay here last night. That's why we did not uh, have breakfast ready for you in your room. Um, but uh, if you would like, we can uh, bring bring it up now or later. Uh, lunch. Yes, now would be good. Thank you so much. Excellent. Uh, we wish uh, uh, Annalise, uh, but okay. And uh, she talks to the woman and the guy, and uh, the guy's like, mm. "Just leave it there, and we will get to it." Thank you so much. All right. Uh, I, 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 peace. I just came up with names for these characters. <laughs> if you would like to know, yes. What are all of your names? I am a chef, Sherry Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> This is uh, Annalise Featherbelly, <laughs> and we call him Don the Hammer Spice Rack. <laughs> Hammer! Don right. the Hammer Spice Rack. Hi, I'm Don. I'm not, Don, I'm not around here. I just uh, I love cooking, and I gotta, <laughs> gotta practice. So uh, if you need something, just ask for the hammer. Where are you from, Hammer? Jellyax. <laughs> you know Steve. You know Steve. Yeah, Jellyax Steve. Shelly Steve. Yeah, Shelly Steve. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. hate him? Do you think he's a bad guy? Steve's a great guy. That's, That's what, what I said. Saying. He's saying that. You see Steve, you tell him the Hammer says hi. He'll know. He'll know. <laughs> Don. I bet you'll be like that. He'll go, Don. That's what he, <laughs> That's what he says when people mention me. Love Steve. Anyways, we're going to hook up your breakfast. It's going to be great. <laughs> Thank you, right, Hammer. Don't hurt him. It's Hammer time. Steve will get it. And Steve will get that. <laughs> All right, have fun exploring the rest of the rooms. Carazer <laughs> <laughs> opens the door to the immediate west of the kitchen door. 
All right, so you open the door to the immediate west, and you see uh, a small, less than 10-foot-wide hallway uh, with six small doors. You think that these are maybe servants' quarters? Um, Just, like, knowing the, you know, I can show you, like, the outside of the house from there. You would have been able to case the joint. I did the wrong. I'd hid instead of revealed. Um, You can see, like, whatever these rooms are, they look to be identical in size. Um, And if it's connected to the kitchen, most likely servants' quarters. All right, well, we'll we'll rob them later. Right for now, let's check out the basement. Let's go down stairs. Yes. Excellent. All right, you're going to head downstairs. You walk down the stairs, and you come to a door that is closed at the bottom of the stairs. I will open it. It is locked. Um. All right. Uh, I will do. A, I can try first, to pick it. Well, first, I'm going to do a perception to see if there's any traps okay. on the lock itself. That is a thirty. Ooh. Perception. Wouldn't that For be a trap? Nice, uh, disabled device inside of the perception. Disabled uh, device. Yeah. Uh, it does not appear to be trapped. You feel like if it's trapped, it's okay. really well trapped because you didn't All see right. anything. Go out of there, Professor. The adjunct constructor pulls out a, a, a nice pack of lockpicks and uh, goes to work on the door. Okay. It's just, it's, sometimes they get locked out of my office at the university. <laughs> <laughs> I roll my eyes. 17 for a 22. 22. Fiddling with it. Fiddling with it. It's a good lock. But hold on. Think. Opens the door. To direct your attention to the lower right-hand side of where the kitchen is. You see the map that is being revealed yep. there. Let me get my polygon John on. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh my god. Oh, oh no. This is so scary. Please Oh an altar, a statue. Please place yourselves on the map. Uh, you see a door leading to the north, a door leading to the west, and some other interesting bits and bobs. Uh you mean to the east, right? Not, yeah, sorry, not to west. the east. It's a dark chamber, and the walls are lined with hooks, knives, <laughs> all sorts of instruments of pain. You see at, at the western end of the room a steel altar encrusted with what has to be dried blood. Oh, God. And covered in dark, graven runes. And behind the altar stands an Iron Maiden. Oh. (sighs) And on the cover of the Iron Maiden is a woman in like a bridal dress, but her face is covered by a veil. Stop it. This is so metal. It is. This is badass. Uh, Can we inspect the Iron Maiden? (laughs) <laughs> you guys, All right, after you, Professor. You guys on that map? I don't see anybody in there. I think your roll twenty might need refreshing. It's possible. 
Um, earlier, she wasn't stuck in a wall. Right, right. right. Uh, I'm going to draw my weapon. Yeah, I yeah well. me too. I just feel uncomfortable. My brand new weapon, I'll draw. Well, your brand new one. Okay. Uh, so you come down the stairs, door to the north, door to the east, blood-stained altar, and Iron Maiden to the west. You start walking towards the altar. You get about, right now I have you here all on top of the altar. Let's keep you about ten feet away. When all of a sudden there's a cold chill that comes throughout the room. And you don't see any openings whatsoever where wind could find its way in. And you just hear in the back of your head a woman's voice. And you all see the Iron Maiden. Start to open. Get the fuck out of here. And we'll see you next week. Oh, that's too much. I'm so psyched for next week. Oh, my God. Yes. That is amazing. Oh, God, this was oh. so much fun. Be sure to join us oh. in the after party. Patreon only. We'll see you on the Discord in about five. <laughs> see you there. Thanks, everybody. There. God, Thank that was you. fun. podcast side quest side sesh series is a glass cannon network production paizo pathfinder their respective logos and all paizo titles characters and artwork are property of paizo inc and are used with permission the glass cannon network is an officially licensed partner of paizo inc